Hey y'all, before I get into the episode, I just want to let you know that I'll be hosting my first event of the year on Saturday, February 15th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Tampa, Florida called the Rest, Reset, and Recharge live podcasting and tea making workshop. The mission of this event is to encourage us as women to establish rest into our daily lives, just not on the weekends. So hopefully we can avoid burnout throughout the year. We're going to learn techniques to become more proactive rather than reactive on our days, determine non-negotiables that we need to put in place so we can be more productive and more restful, and then how to develop new habits to incorporate into our day that is tailored for us. And basically, you're going to be surrounded by a community of women who are determined to start the new year with a fresh mind and healthier habits. So not only will we be having this kind of group discussion, live podcasting experience, but we will also be making tea. I mean, what is the universal sign of resting more than tea, y'all? So we're going to have an expert from Calicia Tea teach us how to combine different spices, different herbs, and different fruits together to create our own perfect cup that is uniquely for you. So you will walk away literally with your own tea blend that you designed for your own need. If you are interested in coming to this event, it's literally a click away. All you have to do is go into the show notes, click the Eventbrite link, and buy your ticket. Early bird tickets end January 22nd, so buy it before the prices go up. After that, y'all, it's the price. So I hope to see you there. I'm really excited for this for this to be the first event of the year, and I hope that it benefits you as much as it was a joy to plan the event for you. All right, let's start the show. Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damia Shodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. gonna lie to y'all honestly the hardest part about creating a podcast is literally the intro like i'm not even gonna hold you it's literally the hardest part (laughs) but anyways hello everyone welcome to the planter podcast where we speak about faith growth and lifestyle and encourage you to live your life and your purpose with passion and with excellence i know it's been a minute um, I have not spoken to you since last year. Oh my God, it's been a whole year. Ha ha ha. <laughs> well, welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. I hope you had a great holiday season. Your Thanksgiving was good. Christmas, New Year's, all of that. So I know that on the last episode, I promised you that I would come back on and tell you about my challenge and my results, right? I did. I told you that. But life happened. I traveled. Um, with, I want a family trip for like almost two weeks out of the country. So I was not, I didn't bring my mic and I got, I got the flu and then it's finals and it just, it just spiraled at that point. But Oshodi is back in action to talk to you, to give you what's the overflow of my life and what I've been learning and what's been happening. So. Yes, I'm going to let you guys know about the challenge that I did, the results of it, and just to be 
or how I'm walking into 2020 with the information from that challenge to be more intentional about my goals and just how I'm how I'm operating in my life. So this is going to be a podcast that would probably give you a lot of information about how you can um, get to the results that you desire by itty bitty steps, right? Striding instead of striving. Okay, so the recap of the challenge was um, I wanted to grow in the art or the area of consistency. I wanted to be more consistent, but I decided to use three different areas that I wanted to be consistent in that actually meant something to me. So the first area was in fitness. I wanted to work out two to three times a week. I wanted to be consistent in putting out a podcast um, for three months from uh, what day was it? August 27th to November 27th. And then um, I wanted to be more of an interesting person. So I wanted to uh, go somewhere new, eat something new, or just be or do something new. Um, either one of those or all three, whichever one I decided per week. So I put myself on the challenge for the three months. Every week I, I, you know, planned to be consistent in these, in these three areas. And I gained a lot, um, from doing this. I think only two weeks out of the challenge, I missed out on one thing. Um, I know obviously it was funny the last day of the challenge. I didn't have a podcast. I was not hilarious, but, um, either way, the results are still there, even if I missed a week. And yeah, it was great. Um, so I'm going to share with you what I learned and hopefully these tips will help you incorporate or, you know, I don't know, do things a little differently this year. So the first thing that I learned was committing to something gives you the information you need to move forward. So what I mean by that is you may have a goal, but Usually it's the how, right? The how is usually like the issue. Um, and we don't know how, so we'll start something. And since we can't figure out how, we kind of just stop in the middle or we stop not even in the middle, maybe a quarter of the way. But I realize when you commit to something, you you get to see certain results and you get to gain certain information that can help you move forward and make, you know, allow you to make a better review of how you can move forward to the next step or to the next phase or to the next challenge. So I'll give you examples in the different areas. So for example, when it came to fitness, um, being consistent for that period of time taught me that there are certain days that work best for me. Um, in, in regards to working out. So therefore, it helped me to plan better um, for a successful week. So I realized that on Mondays, or I think it was on Tuesdays, it's not a good day for me to work out um, in the evening because I prefer the evenings because I'm usually cooking. I'm on my feet all day. I may have been doing schoolwork. So by the time, and then I also have a prayer line in the evening. So I'll feel too constricted to work out on a Tuesday unless I do it in the morning. But like I said, this is supposed to be, or one thing I want to point out um, when achieving these things are supposed to be things that you enjoy. It shouldn't be always something that you're stressed to do. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to stress myself. Tuesday is just not the day for me, um, for, for the, the time that I have in my schedule. Um, but doing it repeatedly, like even trying it on Tuesday and figuring out that it wasn't for me or planning and seeing that, you know, I feel a lot more, um, motivated if it's not on a Tuesday, for example, that I worked out. Um, it just gave me a little bit more information for that season that I was in. Um, 
Another thing that I saw was in the fitness area was um, since fitness was one of my main goals, it was usually the first thing that I planned in my schedule. So there were certain like priorities. Um, I think what made this work better were these were priorities for me. So even before I planned for school or anything, um, even for the planter, I planned these activities first. So since it was one of my main goals, it's the first thing that I planned on my schedule and it made it a priority for me. So that means that when I know that if I accomplish this thing for that day, um, working out on whatever days that I plan for it, then I know that I'm going to commit more to it and I'm actually going to do it. So prioritizing was a major thing. I realized that if I just kind of, I don't know, make it an afterthought, I won't really be as committed to completing that goal or that habit for the day. Um, so that's in the fitness area. So those two things, um, I realized what days work best for me based on the schedule. And then also um, when I made something a priority, I was more successful at sticking to it. When it came to being a more interesting person, um, being intentional about planning weekly or at least committing to planning allowed me to make conscious decisions on how my week could go. So this was like kind of a habit that I was establishing as well because a goal or the habit was not, this habit wasn't necessarily a goal. I just wanted to establish it as a habit, which would help me be more successful in achieving my goals. Planning every week or being intentional about having some kind of planning session for my week helped me to be more conscious of how my week is going to go. So for example, if I wanted to do an event on Saturday, um, usually I would know that information prior. And if I'm intentional about looking at my week and putting that date on a Saturday, or at least evaluating that, you know, this event is on Saturday, but it seems I have other things that I had to do, I can't go. I can now even think of another opportunity to do something different Um, eat something different or do something different. I hope that makes sense. Like the more intentional I was about planning my week, the more it showed me the amount of time and opportunity there is to do the things that maybe before I would have said I did not have time to do. But honestly, it was just a matter of me looking at my schedule and creating basically the schedule that I wanted. Um, and creating ba- based on the a lot of time that I had when my other priorities um, were checked off or were put into my schedule. So creating some kind of intentional plan is 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 a is a, is a good thing. Um, I realized before doing this. I mean, I've always been a planner girl, but for some reason, as of late, I don't know. Like, I just could not stick to having a planner. I could not stick to writing it down. So it's interesting when you change your habits. You realize that you feel like you're just kind of take like the week is just taking you. Like you're just kind of going through the week. Yes, you have like those things that are consistent to you that you have to do. But when you become intentional about planning your week or at least having some kind of structure where you know what you're doing, you are now more in control of what's happening and of of your priorities rather than things randomly just coming at you. So for example, even if somebody wanted to hang out with me, I knew that I made a commitment to myself that at 7 or 8 p.m. I'm going to be working out. So usually I wouldn't be able to hang out with somebody at that time. I would, I've already made a commitment. Or um, just going to any of the events, like um, I just became more intentional about finding those 
those events and 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 rewiring my mind to find them and I'll talk a little bit more about that um in and in one of the other points but yeah I just became more intentional about planning my week and what I prioritized became more of a priority so I began to see the results and from those results I was able to plan better each week when it came to podcasting and making content, um, committing to two to three tasks a day is what I could comfortably commit to without becoming overwhelmed. I'm not somebody, I, I mean, I used to be somebody who could put like seven or eight things on a list. And I found myself kind of running around trying to like complete it all and uh, like feeling like I can't sit down, I have to rush and living in a place and in a state of anxiety, honestly, um, looking back at it. I'm thinking that that was productivity, but now I know that if I can just put two to three tasks down a day, um, and I think this is not just even for the podcasting. I think this goes for all of this. Um, then, and I, and I, I know that I can comfortably commit to following through. So for example, one day could look like, um, I need to plan a podcast episode. I need to work out. And I need to do um, part of my assignment for school. That could be those three things. And then if I have extra time, you know, like I can go read a book. I can go explore something. I can I can finish the day feeling accomplished and then some. Or I can just rest and chill or catch up with friends and just live life like a normal human being and not be so consumed with the tasks that I have to do. Becoming a more well-rounded individual um, instead of just worrying about the work, 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 work. So I realized that, you know, I could commit to those two to three things a day. And even with the podcasting, for example, I know now that I... I would prefer to plan and plan episodes in batches rather than plan, uh, record and edit and publish in the same day. I usually don't like to edit a podcast in the same day that I record it. Sometimes that happens, but most of the time, if I planned it out and I can stick to, you know, some kind of structure, um, I can avoid those mishaps. So it's not too overwhelming for me. And then this is an important one. Having a day where I focus on a specific type of task is more helpful than being scattered doing multiple tasks. So on the days that I cook, usually it's more of a maintenance home uh, life admin type of day, focusing on the cooking. That's like one of my, my what it was is a, is a habit that that helped with like the fitness and all those different things. And focusing on that on that day or focusing on just podcasting or focusing on content creation or any of those pockets or focusing on school as my main thing made it a lot easier instead of like doing three or four different directions and all this different things. So, you know, just kind of batching things together and grouping them together and the tasks that I would do. I realized I got more things done doing that. So a second main lesson that I learned from the challenge, consistency builds results. Um, I was able to post a podcast for three months successfully. So I have a better grasp now on a content creation schedule. So one thing that I was struggling with was how do I plan my podcast in advance? How do I make sure that I have a podcast when I say I want to do a, a podcast um, for a certain period of time? How do I put it and publish it out consistently? Well, being consistent in making sure that I put my podcast out every week for that period of time 
helped me to understand a bit better about how I would create a better content schedule. So I, like I described prior, I realized that in order for me to be able to publish a podcast, I need to have things prepared before the day. And you would be surprised. Actually, some of the days that I put out podcasts, um, I literally recorded it the same day. And now going into this new season, I have information to, I have more information based on the consistency that if I can just plan my podcast out or plan whatever content or what I'm doing out at a separate time and then have another day for editing and publishing and then also another day for um, recording uh, or planning, recording and editing, basically three different days or sometimes grouping those in two. I would be able to put out more podcasts than just if I do it once a week as I was doing it before. So batching the information. So being consistent helped me to understand that batching is more effective for me rather than trying to do it either the day before or just at random times or how I feel at like doing it. Another uh, result that came from consistency when it came to working out was my clothes began to fit uh, a bit better. There was actually a dress that I wore um, I, for my cousin's engagement in what was that July, and the you know the dress was a little it was it, it fit really well, but it was like a little tight on my back. Like there was a part that was like really pinching in my back, and you know I was like oh whatever, um, but I hadn't worn the dress until this November of this year. So what is that like four or five months something like that. Um, so like a five month difference. And I realized that the dress felt a little bit looser and somebody actually made a comment that, oh, wow, the dress is a little bit bigger on you. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> actually, it is a little bit bigger. And the thing about these dresses is um, we get them tailored. So if you've ever seen a Nigerian engagement, it's like a big, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. And everybody gets their dress tailored by a tailor. So it's specially made to fit that person. So basically I had, you know, cinched in a little bit in my, in my waist, you know what I'm saying? Um, toned down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Got, got looking a little shapelier, but nicer. And the dress fit a little looser. And I was like, oh, this is the first time that I can confidently say and see that that obviously whatever I'm doing has had a result. doesn't matter how small the results are, but I've had a results nonetheless. And basically, since I've seen some kind of progress, it can push me more to, you know, continue to seek more progress and put me in a position where I realize and I understand that consistency is really what I need to to be on top of. Not necessarily for me, a a weight goal. I realize for me, that just doesn't work. But the art of being um, developing in this area is what I can always run back to. So if now I'm like, oh, you know, I, I really want to look better. I know that if I'm just consistent in moving my body in some type of form or way um, and, you know, planning that out, that's specific for me, then I know that I will get results as long as I'm consistent in doing it. And of course, showing myself grace, um, even if I fall off, it's just literally a matter of starting back up again. Like it's not too deep, even though sometimes in our heads, we try to make it like, oh my God, just calm down. And we just start, we just start again. So that was something that I learned when um, consistency builds results in my fitness. I was physically able to see results. Um, I found it easier to find new, exciting events in my city. Um, It's as if my brain became naturally wired to find opportunities. 
It was crazy. Like I put that intention in my mind that I wanted to become a more interesting person. Based on the life I was living in Europe, I was like, uh-uh, I need to live this type of life here. Um, so, you know, just going to new things, meeting new people and all the different stuff. Like I was literally able to go to conferences for free. Um, and it was like, especially there was just one, like it was crazy. It was like, I was walking, um, in one building and I just saw a flyer talking about food. Like it just flashed, literally flashed. And I stood there and I said, I need to see what this event is about. And I waited for the screen to come back and put the ad back up again. And it was literally a free conference about ending hunger. And I was like, I don't know if you know me, I love food. And then, um, seeing how I can take that passion and, 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 and really cater to our community and just people. I was like, whoa, like there's a whole like conference and there's a whole community about ending hunger and all this stuff. So basically I went to a two day event for free, which I probably would not have seen or even thought about searching up on my own. I went to a mini conference at my university, got to interact with some awesome um, influencers and people in my city and build more relationships and, you know what I'm saying, like meet more people. But the fact that at one point I didn't even have to look for these events, I think that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, because I was so consistent in searching for the events, my brain was already wired to find new things. So I found new events, um, new places to eat, new places to go, and it didn't become so much of a struggle. At the beginning, it was like, oh Lord, what am I gonna do this week? Oh, I'm gonna have to spend this money. Oh, blah, blah, blah. but honestly, like a lot of the things that I did were like free and they were good and they were of really great quality. But it's like my brain was just like, oh, here's this. Oh, go here, go there. And I would just find places, meet people. And it was a good time. And then, and the last point in this is I said yes more consistently. So I'm more of a homebody. Uh, Well, that's a lie. It depends. (laughs) Sometimes I'm a homebody. Um, But sometimes I'm, I'm also a very explorative person it's just that if I don't really know what's happening and maybe I don't have somebody to go with sometimes I kind of just stay um at home and that may even be a lie too actually even if my friends ask me to go somewhere sometimes I just say no because um, <laughs> I'm like all oh, the stress of getting up and getting dressed and all that stuff oh you know just just stuff but it was funny like my mind was more open to just say yes Oh, do you want to go here? You know what? Why not? Oh, do you want to go there? You know what? Sure. Why not? And I knew that it it would add to my experience. So basically the goal of this was just to gain more experience, especially in the area of being a more interesting person. I just wanted to be an experienced person. So when people come to my city or people come to my place, I can be like, oh, this is a good restaurant. Oh, this is a good place to go. um, This is a good place to tour. This is a good place to eat. And I just said yes more to more opportunities, which is something that I did in Europe. And that's how I was able to kind of go to all of these really cool places. So third thing I learned in this challenge is to have grace for yourself as you continue to evolve. So I didn't do at times everything I wanted that day. Um, but I was able to catch up another day and that was okay. So even if I put two to three things down in my planner that I'm going to do, um, sometimes I didn't do it like on that day, you know, different things pop up or I just didn't get to it. So instead of me like stressing out about it, what I would do is I would move it to another day. And if I couldn't even do it that day, I'd move it to another day. But at the end of the day, the task was completed and that's all that mattered. As long as I completed the task, 
That's all that mattered. Instead of beating myself up about, oh, I didn't do that day, even though I scheduled it for that day. Because as we know, life happens. So I'm just showing myself more grace in that area. Um, and just knowing that it's okay to move things around. Um, and again, keep have that grace and just keep it moving. And I was able to see the times of the day my willpower was high or began to decrease. To decrease, which helped me be more real with myself about what I'm doing. So, for example, I'm working out. I prefer the evening times, but I realize by around eight o'clock, eight thirty, if I'm not worked out, most likely I'm just not going to do it. So, I try to work out between six and seven, seven thirty, um, trying to be the latest that I do that um, as my as my priority, or um, even spending time with God if it's like not in the morning time, or if it's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, I'm like, oh man, I got to get my day. Ooh. So just trying to like, you know, understand that uh, where mm, where my willpower is at and, and, and at the certain times so and just having grace for that. So I'm not fooling myself. I'm not planning things that I know that I'm making these all these ambitious like things that I want to do for the day. But I know by like four or five o'clock or by eight o'clock, I'm tired and I'm not I'm probably not going to do it. And um, yeah, so just being more real with myself and having that grace for myself showed me that. So now the results of this challenge and where do I go from here? So those are the things that I learned. Um, but I think the thing that this really helped me with is now I have the tools and the knowledge to challenge myself again. So I have trained for better. Um, Courtney Sanders mentioned this on her podcast that some of us, we have like goals of like doing marathons and all those different things, but we've never trained for it. We've never trained for that big thing or that big goal we want to. So then, you know, we're trying to run a a half a marathon, but we've not run like a mile. We've not run even half a mile. And then we're getting frustrated. But now that I've trained um, a bit, right now I can make more ambitious or more goals that take me to another level of knowledge at this point for me. So my goal now is to develop certain habits to become a lifestyle, not necessarily to be always on a challenge, but just to determine and and, or create certain habits that are becoming a part of me. Right. So one of those is to develop a better system for content planning that I can stick to. And so I'm not rushing and not to be heavily influenced by my feelings. I realize I'm a very feelings led individual or I can be um, a feelings led individual. And sometimes just by having strategic plan plans, it doesn't matter how you feel. You know that you have the plan in place because if you have this plan in place, um, this kind of transcends for all the other stuff that you have to do. So, um, being less feeling led and just creating better systems, especially when it comes to creating, um, the content and everything for my platform. And I could say my life too, but specifically for, you know, the different, Platform, the platform that I have, the different ideas and things that I'm going to be doing um, in the near future. So working out three to four times a week is another habit that I want to establish, but I want that to be a lifestyle for me. Um, I was an athlete uh, for 12 years. I was a figure skater and I traveled all over the country um, and did competitions, all those things. So for years, I've always been an athlete and I've always been, you know, working out in some way. 
Um, but you know, um, end of high school, going to college, things changed. So it wasn't something that became a lifestyle, but those, those habits are still there. And my body still wants to move more. It's just, you know, getting into a rhythm. I mean, I'm working out by myself now, but I plan eventually to get back into kickboxing. I did that when I was in college. Um, got trained and all that stuff. So maybe things like that, group code, group type of environments where there's people community i like stuff like that or a personal trainer but in the meantime between time i'm gonna be by myself so um i want that to be a part of my lifestyle um fully committing to showing up for my platform is another one um i went to a mastermind uh in december called the business mastermind by kaylee nicole and by karina ramos and it was phenomenal and one thing that i realized was i I mean, I show up, but sometimes I don't fully commit. Um, so um, if I'm doing an event or I'm doing something, maybe I'll post it here and there, but I don't necessarily commit to like showing up in your face every day or showing up in some way, giving you value um, consistently and just being like in your face, <laughs> like, you know, like just or not in your face, but um, just showing up. Um, and really showing that I truly believe in what I'm creating and what I'm doing. So that's something that I really want to work on, um, despite what my, like, the immediate results are telling me, you know, cause doing all this stuff, you may be discouraged, um, that, oh, you know, I have these plans, but what's showing to me or what's in front of me right now is just not really what I planned for. Um, but now I'm just like, nope. I don't care. This is my vision. And even if it doesn't come to pass the way that I thought it would, the fact that I put myself out there and I did it is what's most important to me. Um, so fully committing to showing up for my platform. And um, again, like these are lessons and these are habits that I'm going to learn because it's going to be important for me, you know, uh, when I have more businesses because your girl is going to be a mogul. Um, I'm, I have so many ideas and so many things to do in this life and I have to commit and show up for each and every one of those things. I can't turn away if something's just not like going the way that I think it should go. So that's something that I'm going to, um, a habit that I'm, I'm establishing now. And then also uh, the last one that, um, we're even going to talk about more about in the next episode, but becoming a well-kept woman or a woman who looks and feels her best consistently. So working out is a bigger part of not, it's not just about losing weight. And that's not even, again, my, my main goal. It's about really just showing up and looking my best. Like, I want to see what my body can do. I want to see how it can look in a new way that maybe I've never seen it before. Or just, I just want to look put together. I just want to be a bad B, okay? Like, let's just, that's just, that's just, that is it. I just want to be a bad, like, you look at me and you'll be like, wow, like, she takes care of herself. You know, those, those women that you just see and you're like, whoa, she is just on point, well, from the, from the, from the top to the bottom, from the nails to the hair to, to the, the body to the everything. I, I want to, that's, I want that type of look. I want to always maintain a very well kept look. Um, so that's another habit that I am adopting to be a part of my lifestyle. So y'all be looking at me at 60, 70, 80 and be like, she still looks good. And she cares about herself and she shows up. And, you know, that's 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 something that is a big um, vision for who how I see myself. So, yeah, 
Um, those are the things that I'm going to be focusing on, especially in this new quarter and, you know, tracking my habits, um, tracking my results, seeing how that happens and just really committing to this process. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, and it challenges you to also be consistent or to develop in some kind of character area where maybe you are, It's just not your strong suit, but you really know that if you can develop in this area, you know, this would give you the results that you're really looking for. So let me know. Send me a DM. Email me if this resonated with you. Also, I know you heard at the beginning, um, if you want to come to the event, the tea making experience and live podcasting um, workshop, um, please, please, please look into the show notes. Click the link in the click the link there, the Eventbrite link and buy your ticket. So the early bird tickets are going to end January 22nd, and then the um, price goes up from there. But I would really love to see you, especially if you're in the Tampa area. I know some of y'all are here in Tampa, listen to the podcast. So please, please, please come out. I would love to see you, love to hang out with you. And we're going to really focus on um, 2020 and really making it a better year and being more intentional about making it a better year. So I hope to speak to you all on the next episode or not hope, but I am going to speak to you on the next episode. Um, and I hope you enjoyed. All right, guys. Spoke to you later. Bye.